I don't know much about shoes, as you two know. So, hey, thanks for having me on this, Bjorn and Nick. Yeah, but um, I was looking at those Ben and Jerry's because I really wanted to get them. And the retail was 100 And then what you can get them for now, after they've kind of been grabbed. Ooh, damn. <laughs> damn, dude. Like, right? what? Is it still 1900 or has it gone down to like 1750 or some crazy? They're Ooh. absolutely fucking insane how much those yes. shoes are worth. Ooh, these fit. Hell yeah. Ooh. Oh, great to know. Oh, the shoes? <laughs> I was like, heck yeah, dude. I love how you didn't even try them on before the Good podcast. first step. Appreciate it. I, was just, I didn't want that to ruin the whole episode. Like in the back of my mind, I'd be like, this is great talking about this shoe, but I got to take it back. <laughs> so I guess we should have our guest uh, um, yeah, let's... introduce himself. Who, who are you? Who, who's this guy? What's this guy? What is he doing? What's this guy on here? Yo, hey, have we started? We have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, my name is Todd Basil. I've been a Portland comedian for about three years. I moved up from LA. There's not much happening in the comedy scene in LA, so I came up to Portland. Um, <laughs> and I'm a huge not fan. Not much. <laughs> so uh, I am, I'm pumped to be on the podcast. Welcome, Todd. Thank you. you you're also a teacher. What else? All right. Yeah, let's do the whole rundown. I, I'm a goofball. I teach calculus at the university in Portland, and I taught at community college for a few years. I love math. I love uh, listening to vinyl records. Hipster alert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was vegan for about a year, and now I'm not anymore because I'm just going to roll the dice on my heart for the rest of my life. But I did come away with a lot of great recipes and ingredients to use, so I love uh, cooking with vegan vegetarian ingredients and actually i don't like cooking meat at home anymore it's just too much work you know you are just an enigma todd i have known you now for almost two years yeah. and i i'm constantly learning new things about you i just anytime i have a thing about myself i just like immediately text it to you i feel like <laughs> you know everything about me and i know so little about you <laughs> yeah. I, I get blasted for that a lot like i had this police album synchronicity and one day Shanti came home and said, I got this awesome CD by the police. It's really good. And I'm like, oh yeah, what do you think about it? And she went on and on. I like this song. This part's great. Can you believe that they use a minimal amount of lyrics and make all these great songs? And then she noticed later on, I had that album. She's like, God damn it. Why didn't you tell me you had the album? <laughs> I went on and on about what I thought about it. And I said, yeah, I wanted to hear what you thought. I already know what I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a good point though. That's a fair point. To be fair, Bjorn, I didn't know that Todd was a huge vinyl record enthusiast or had been a vegan for a year, but I kind of knew that the moment I saw Todd. <laughs> You're yeah. like, like he good. didn't have to tell me that for that to be a safe guess. Yeah. You saw got that you. beard, and I was just like, yeah, he probably dabbled in being a vegan and then failed yeah, to point. follow through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do look like a farmer, like like a organic farming. You look like a guy who has like a mushroom foraging spot in the forest that you guard with your life. Yeah. Like you've oh, yeah. got your place that you go to get morel mushrooms. And if anybody else finds out about it, you're very, very angry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always dress up in my, um, 
garden gnome outfit whenever I go out to my mushroom patch, just so if I'm really irate and angry, people won't be like, oh, that's Todd. He's so crazy. It's just some <laughs> weirdo and a gnome. Dude, uh, so we have you to. See, you see, and when you say that, I assume you're serious. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Todd, something <laughs> I have to address because uh, last night I randomly was talking to one of our. Uh, co-friends i don't know <laughs> like we're mutual friends there's the word i get them on weekends and you get them on the weekdays yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh david killed all and um because we were talking oh, about cool. like different ideas for shows that we could do it's a good impression yeah that was a good impression huh he does like to wave his arms just like <laughs> that <laughs> but we were talking about uh doing shows at your house and he's like i don't mm. know what it looks like so i google mapped it and That's there was wild. so much wild shit in your lawn in the Google Maps of your house. There's I like know. a <laughs> like is that it, did it come with that stuff or were you just like instantly on the curb trash all this crap? Oh, or did unfortunately, they take all of it. Yeah, that was done for us. So our house was flipped. There it was a bright orange house and they had statues in the front and the back and you pointed out there was a Roman soldier, Lady Liberty. Yeah. Uh, there was a army was like guy a, creeping yeah, around off the to the side. Yeah, he's sneaky. And none of that stuff was there. The word on the street is they had six of those gigantic dumpster containers full of stuff from inside and outside the house that they hauled away before they flipped it. But to answer your question, what did I do with those? Knowing how the flippers did everything, I wouldn't be surprised if one of those statues is under our sod somewhere. So it might <laughs> be like Planet of the Apes in my front yard. Yeah. It looked like you didn't even have like a lawn. It just was full of like concrete bird feeders and stuff. <laughs> oh, stuff. yeah. And they then they had a hearst with a with an organ duck sticker on the back of it in the driveway. It, well, that's what all those texts were about. I yeah. thought you'd driven by Todd's house and there was all this shit. I didn't know that was all from Google Maps. Oh, that was the, yeah. I Google mapped it. And okay. I was, like, this I was look confused like Todd's house and, at all. and I was a little behind the curve on the group text. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just I'll find out later or I won't find out. But now you know I found out. And you Whatever. were just like, yeah, that looks like something that Todd would have in his lawn. I love yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. I just thought, well, Todd either has some wacky neighbors or or you know, it's just Todd. Yeah. You know, you guys <laughs> You're like, yeah, in the lawn. <laughs> yeah. That dude was probably vegan. Look at all those statues. Yeah, you know, that's how I know usually. I see some statues and I'm just like, vegan. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I do when I drive around. When I assume someone's a vegan, I point at them and I just say vegan. You just see some wild stuff. Yep. Yeah. You know, I want to you know, see a, a, a vegans for Trump <laughs> sticker. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah, the Venn diagram hilarious. of that is just like two circles that touch with one person. There's probably one. <laughs> There's oh, probably yeah. just one like or two. The most sliver of a thing of like, yeah. It, it's, I want to know that person. I just want to talk to him. I want to find out what sequence of events created that person. It's probably that? some wild dietary thing that they're forced into and they. Yeah, they're probably they vegan it. medically. Like medically, they're vegan. They're forced to be; otherwise, they would be pronounced dead. Yeah, they and they probably they probably still kill animals just to make up for the ones that didn't die because they were vegan. <laughs> wow! Yeah, they still hunt. <laughs> yeah, they still kill. Yeah, things. like they still definitely hunt, <laughs> or just like occasionally buy some chickens, raise them to adulthood, and slaughter them for fun. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the type of person who would be a vegan Trump supporter. What do you think? This is our political hot take here, guys. (laughs) I love it. You guys have really fleshed out this character. I maybe (laughs) uh, maybe they go out to all the hunting sites, fully loaded weapons, eye the prey through their scope, and then just call it a day and say, "I could have got that one," but then they leave. They just leave them. (laughs) They put all the work into it with none of the payoff. They just get the ultimate hunting blue balls. (laughs) Well, there's there are there is also like if you if you can't eat meat but you like to hunt. If you get it processed by an actual meat processing place and don't do it yourself, then you can donate it to the food bank. And lots of people do that in Montana where I'm from. Like if the if it's like a family and they had everybody has a tag and they shoot like six elk, you know, it's a big family. So now they got two thousand pounds of meat. They'll get a couple of them done at the food place and send them to the food bank. So it's a, I mean, it's great in the winter, I guess, if you go to the food bank and Dylan, it's all wild game. Oh yeah. That's pretty yeah. slick. Oh, that's that, funny. One thing I miss from Maryland, I used to live in Maryland, the, the barbecue and steakhouses had these huge, uh, oh, what is that stuff called? Like these huge plastic bulls and cows out in the front of the restaurant, giant animal statues. <laughs> do they do that in Montana too? Or, um, no. Or, yeah, There's but they're chainsaw some, carvings. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're chainsaw carvings, or it's like, or it's like the skull of like a longhorn steer. Even though they don't really raise those in Montana, those are from Texas. They they import a skull and they put that up on the fucking building. They're just like, we got we got fucking bro- we got dead shit up in We've here. We've been wrangling the cow or wrangling the steers. Now we got steaks. Yeah, they don't even talk like that in Montana, but when they hang up a skull of a cow, you have to. They talk like that at least moment <laughs> for like a brief thing. second. Yeah. yeah. They're back in a war zone when they're hanging up that game, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Todd, I, so what shoes did you bring today? I'm going to I'm going to circle it around. All right, circle it. <laughs> I brought I brought the swoosh, got some Nike's. Uh, All right. Throwing it back to the Cortez, the probably the first or one of the first models, but I went with the uh, Day of the Dead 2019 October release of the Cortezes. Okay. And you got them? What size did you get? I got, them. I got 11 and a half because I used to be a 12 and now I'm an 11 or a 10 and a half and I'm like, well, let me just do a quick average or roundabout and I went with 11 and a half and they fit. Would you pay for them out of curiosity? Oh yeah, no, that's not impolite to ask that. There were uh... <laughs> no. You're gonna see why I'm asking that. You're gonna see why because I did a little digging on these shoes. Oh yeah, well I paid probably uh, a nice retail price. I got them for seventy six. Okay, so you got what you got to understand is actually paying retail is a good thing okay, on this cool. podcast for the shoes that oh. we're talking about. I don't know much about shoes, as you two know. So, hey, thanks for having me on this, Bjorn and Nick. Yeah, but um, I was looking at those Ben and Jerry's because I really wanted to get them, and the retail was 100 And then what you can get them for now, after they've kind of been grabbed, ooh, damn. <laughs> damn, dude. Like, right? what, is it still 1900 or has it gone down to, like, 1750 or some crazy? They're ooh. absolutely fucking insane how much those yes. shoes are worth. I saw I, 1100 but holy shit. I kind of wish you would have told me that you were trying, that you wanted them. Cause I maybe would have tried 11 and a half and would have had better luck than the 10. Maybe, uh, but honestly, dude, those shoes those were, were so good. sought after that it doesn't fucking matter what size people, 
there were so many, so many people going for him and so many bots yeah. going for him. So oh, many wow. different angles on those. Oh, like, yeah. it, it, like was this weird? We can explain what bots are uh, in a second. I know, and I, I didn't know they were in the shoe game, buying shoe game, but that's that's. Oh, crazy. dude, for sure. Well, because the pro, the thing is, is that it's like for an, a hot shoe like that, it's actually really good to get it for retail. Like, mm. that's the best price you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, you can get it for a hundred bucks. bucks and then sell it for nineteen hundred. You've made Fuck quite it. a lot of money. You're because I was looking at the resale on them and I was like, if I get these, I'm for sure putting them on StockX immediately. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, like I, they, there's no way, no way I can justify to myself keeping that shoe. I'm dead stocking the fuck out of those and selling them. <laughs> I was even thinking like about keeping them in dead, like, like just not doing anything with them for like a little while. But at that keep price for some months, but I don't, I see, I don't think that's going to, I think it's going to die down. I think yeah. for that one, cause it went so high that people really want them right now. Mm -hmm. There's lots of, they're in every video. They're in every, but I think program. they're so weird and so limited that they're I not, think they're yeah. going to hold their value. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I don't well, th I don't I don't think they're going to actually go down that much cuz they're so unique. I don't think they're going to go up though that much more. So yeah. I would have sold them yeah. immediately. And they're not going to do another press or whatever you call it. They're not going to be like, "Hey, round 2's out." They Probably might. not with that. They might do a different they're going to do an, uh, like an inverted or like they'll put the cow print on the swoosh maybe, instead or whatever. Yeah, they might do a different Ben and Jerry's colorway. I know they're doing some Grateful uh, Dead dunks uh, later yeah. this year. Those ones are, are wild. Yeah, wow. they're like they look furry like, and yeah, have like kinda... a zigzag on the swoosh. They're all wacky looking. Oh, wow. I, they're going to be worth a lot of money too, I think. And I think yeah. they look right up your alley, Todd, to be totally honest. <laughs> well, hey, if they do a 311 pair, I'm putting out. <laughs> Those will probably be easy to get. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could get those pretty easily. They aren't. Even, there's going to be zero bots for that one that you're competing. The bots will have a Sabbath day. They'll be like, "Oh, I love relaxing. I'm never going back to work." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh man! All right, Todd. So these Nike Cortez. Why did you pick this shoe? A couple things uh, spoke to me. I'll start with my most passionate reason first. Mm -hmm. um, check this out the shoe's black check out what the bottom sole oh, is same color black. holy balls <laughs> why don't they do that for all shoes i don't like it that you have this great shoe with all this color and then they're like let's slap a white sole on it plus white gets dirty so fast it's like they're asking you you know don't it's like don't the part that's going to be touching all of the dirt yeah is the part that they make the white part <laughs> yeah i don't get it so these spoke to me for having a unicolor. That's what I'm going to, that's a professional term in the sneaker game is <laughs> okay. unicolor. And uh, <laughs> also, um, I think my dad had a pair of Cortezes when I was a kid in probably. the early 80s. Yeah, he probably did. And I know I, there's a picture of me with those on. So there's like this little Your dad's or your own? Uh, his. And I, <laughs> I could probably dig that up if you guys do an embarrassing slideshow with your guests on this show. I don't know, but we um, haven't yet, but we know, haven't, but if you have it handy, opportunities are <laughs> limitless here. Hell yeah. Feel free to share. So uh, did you buy these specifically because of the podcast? Yes. That's awesome. Like you ordered them up for yeah, this. Okay. Ordered 
Dude, Nike's going to have to start paying us soon because already we've sold that. one we've pair already, of shoes. We have driven revenue. <laughs> we have driven a little bit of sales. We haven't even released an episode <laughs> and we are influencers. Dude, we're yeah, already yeah. influencing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Who's That's better than us? Just a testament to how, yeah. this, how powerful this, oh, this, unlimited uh, this power show is. Just, you know, just market. Todd, Nike. just so you know, you should expect uh, you the, listen to us uh, talking size about size ten bump. It's what we call yeah, it. Yeah, we call it the size ten bump. We're we're the okay. Joe Rogan of, of people in their living rooms doing yeah. Zoom podcasts about shoes that we might release eventually. Yeah, <laughs> we keep putting it. it off. We will release it, but yeah, like we keep putting it off, you know. And it's we're just... already we're how. Who's influencing things without even putting it out? Dude, nobody. Dude, that's we're that powerful. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Keep Quality. keep talking about the shoes though, Todd. We got on a little bit of a a, a yeah. Braggadoche. We're being self congratulatory, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah, I was arguing that last night on a on a virtual mic that you know looking into any of your interests is pretty self congratulatory and narcissistic in general. Um. Anyway, maybe you agree with that point or not. Anyway, the the I was pumped to buy a pair of shoes because I'm pretty cheap. I rotate clothes like every three to five years. I don't really buy clothes that often. So I'm actually excited to be part of the uh, the consuming public uh, through being on this show. So that was good. I'm, I'm stoked that you brought these pair on because this is a really cool, like – we mostly talk about like Jordans and like other and Air Maxes, which are kind of like the more the hype Cortez ones. The Cortez is pretty classic, though. Dude, it was this like one was of the original sick. Nike shoes. Yeah, yeah, Forrest there was a Gump wore them in the in the movie Forrest Gump. Farrah Fawcett oh. wore them in a very famous uh, skateboard fashion shoot where she's oh. clearly not actually skateboarding i'm gonna i really mm -hmm. i i have all the pictures ready to go if you guys want to see these let's see I kendrick see. lamar has kendrick lamar he has like them. Uh, no he has 2008 a uh 18 um no but he's done collabs he has like three or four or five i forget yeah. how many he has but mm. kendrick lamar has a line. on the side of the he also has ones that say house shoes that don't Over. have any uh any laces um, I think they're part of the official uniform of the MS-13 gang. Um, Ooh. Yeah, the Cortez has a storied history. Oh, wow. <laughs> MS-13 gang. But, yeah, I like the classic angle of them, too. I mm -hmm. I did own one pair of Jordans as a kid, but I just feel like I feel out of it when it comes to Jordans. Like, there's so many, so I... There are a lot. Yeah. But it's the retros, so it's the ones you probably know about that people give a shit about honestly mm. yeah, yeah like, most of the ones that people care about are like the classic colorways like the original colors that they drop back in the 80s and 90s and then they just continue you know re-releasing retros of those and then there's some limited edition new colorways that people care about and then there's a bunch of new colorways that nobody cares about yeah because <laughs> they're just too wild and then there's a, all the new jordan models that after a while nobody cares about yeah oh yes like, is there a drop-off range like well, year. every year they come out with a new Jordan model, and people have not cared about the new Jordan model in quite a while. Mm. Like, the majority of people. I'm sure somebody likes them sometimes. I feel yeah. like the drop-off is at the 10s. The Jordan 10s is where it just kind of drops off a cliff. 
Well, you would, I mean, sneaker people uh, yeah. tend to think it's the 13. The 13. But then up through the 15, there's some significance, apparently. I think the 20 oh. has a following. I don't know. I mean, it's... I'm pretty sure, like, I know the 11 is an iconic shoe, okay. the 12 is an iconic shoe, and the 13 is an iconic shoe. Because those were the, well, you just watched The Last Dance. I did. The 96, 97, 98 seasons, he was playing in 11s, 12s, and 13s. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so those yeah. were the last three shoes that he played with when he was on, like, the Bulls. Guess, yeah, was- then you're right. You're right. I'm super wrong. Uh, but I personally think that they really dropped off at the 10s. <laughs> I just All don't right. really like them. <laughs> after anything after that is is weird all right let's let's uh let's pull these yeah we're we're so what we usually do todd is we always we always like i'll pull it up on StockX. we just tended i like StockX because it's got the most information and stuff about the shoes and we just look at like what they retail for and what they're going for if you have a dead stock pair which you now that you put your feet in yours you no longer have (laughs) oh i did i i just ruined it huh I mean, it ruined it for the chances of of selling it, reselling it. So, what yeah. did you pay? Let's let's just remind everybody. What did you pay for yours? I paid seventy six US dollars. All right. So, let's see what these. Well, these I looked up the ten because that's what that's what Nick and I are. We're size ten, and it's a size ten podcast. So, yeah. right now, the size ten. Do, do you see this, Todd? Do you see this price? This is what it's going for. That's just some guy hoping that... There's his... no way that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely a glitch because the last sale was $74. <laughs> like, why is it? What? <laughs> and the highest bid is 62 Also, you know what? Why not make it a million? Why, I like why, that or, somebody... Uh, 100000 rather. It seems so like I, it's probably I, not a super sought-after shoe. And some yes. guy just has a pair and he's like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I want to buy a new house. But like you look yeah. at the different <laughs> ones, like these are a hundred and twenty. Uh-huh. Like uh interesting. Like maybe and- they're really hard to find the tens, dude. Maybe they're just like really No, it's just I think there just aren't that many pairs on here because it's one of those shoes that not that many people are like clamoring to buy on the resale market. Well, I'll leave it. Todd, to you where guys. did you get them from? size 10 pair <laughs> uh, where did you champ. order them from uh champs, champs. yeah i called okay them and they, they have people so they're literally still for, at stores yeah yeah they um this this pair came at least from nevada mm-hmm. they didn't have this size locally um but yeah that's so fascinating see is there someone who just priced a pair at ninety nine thousand yeah. to see if someone would bite or in case something happens where yeah. they end up being like if no i think he's just being a dickhead and he's just like typing in a big number yeah yeah he's just goofing around because if they're literally still on the shelf at a store there's no then they don't have resale value those are the kind of shoes that like aren't an investment they're just a pair of shoes you buy to wear you know like the way normal people buy shoes um there's nothing wrong with what you did i want to make that (laughs) perfectly clear you're a regular person and Thank you, you buy shoes you so judgment. that you can wear shoes instead of, you know, walking around in your socks like a weirdo. So <laughs> you're fine. You did nothing wrong. But yeah. that's why that guy did that is because there's like nobody's trying to buy these off of StockX. And so yeah. he's probably got the only pair of size 10 ones that are currently listed so for bid. 
and so he just was like yeah fucking 99,999 that's probably the most you can ask yeah because it's all not i guarantee that's the most you can ask for two yeah i was like there must be some tax implication if you get an online sale of a hundred thou or more so he's trying to avoid that as well perhaps although i it doesn't strike me as a person who's thinking that much into it he could be laundering money i've been watching ozark so you know now i'm I'm just thinking in those terms not that i'm going to uh, apply that in a practical way I just totally. been watching Ozark, you know, so it's hard not well, to. Well, hey, hey, you know, Wendy, some people like size tens. Yeah, that's my Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he like he mansplains every line. Jason Bateman is just, hey, could you be in this show and just mansplain? Well, Wendy, I, you know, uh, some people. <laughs> that's so Charlotte, good. You know, uh, that is pe- a spot on impression. <laughs> All but, right. Yeah, I show I, you guys I, these pictures that oh, I saw. Ooh. These I are, love this. They're classic. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's wearing the Cortez in this. That was another pro too. Just the how classic it was. I I uh, listen to Shoe Dog, so I'm a big fan of the organ history of the Nike as well. Yeah, it's pretty badass. Something that I noticed about these photos, as someone who actually skateboards, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. no way she's moving in any of these. Like. She's definitely just standing on that skateboard. And then here she just twirled her head. Oh, yeah. to make make her hair <laughs> the, yeah. flop around. There is uh, yeah. I did dig some some YouTube clips of of her, I believe it's her in this outfit. Mm-hmm. Um in um Charlie's Angels in a sequence oh, yeah. where she's running away and she skateboards away. But Ooh. like the Join. shots are like it's definitely a body double and i i don't even know if it's a lady that's doing the <laughs> skateboarding because i was like this just looks that looks like a dude in a in a, in a bad wig honestly <laughs> <laughs> like, um you i know as border you're probably like there's no way that's real it doesn't look like there's any movement but as a non-skateboarder there's so much potential energy there like if if I was posed like that and then try to get off the board, there'd be a lot of accidental movement. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could fall down trying <laughs> to get off a stationary skateboard pretty easily. Because uh-huh. I've it's, been on a skateboard that was moving really slowly and, you know, adjusting the speed of it, that was that was the most, I, that took all of my concentration was standing on it and also kicking off and then standing back on it. Yeah. That was that I was fully engaged. My brain was running at a hundred percent. Like that movie. You're using limitless. both sides. Yeah. <laughs> like and and yeah, and that was all I could do. And I almost fell off the fucker just doing that. So I was I just decided not to skateboard after that. It wasn't for me. Yeah. What uh Nick, what did you do then? Did you transfer your uh no, Did I didn't look- use that yeah, extra okay. potential that I had ever. It's it's still there, still unused. I hope you find your thing, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll keep looking. You know, I'm I'm doing what I can. Yeah, uh, my Bjorn knows Tom Green's my favorite skateboarder because he somehow never skateboarded, although the whole time he was on the skateboard or using the skateboard, it was pretty amazing. He's Where my he hero. Just, yeah. He just fl- it's like a prop. He just throws it around his body under his feet and it looks like he's using it. <laughs> well no, he actually I'm pretty sure he actually does kind of like he can Wait, ride Tom a board. Green, the comedian? Yeah, he he actually like when that movie came out, um 
Freddie got fingered and there's that whole sequence of him at the beginning, like where he's skating through the mall. He like mm-hmm. started a new fad in skating at that point. So oh. like, it was like those tricks that he does like became a thing that people did for a little while. Like they were kind of the hot tricks was to do these Tom green tricks. No, I'm pretty sure he actually skated. Like I know Tony Hawk was like friends with them and at his height, he gave him his own pro model at uh, birdhouse skateboards. Oh, cool. Um, like gave him uh, yeah, a there's, there's a history board. of comedians that rock uh, a device like Tom Green with the skateboard. And then, I'm sorry, but um, Kevin James as Paul Blart Mall Cop. Dude, rock the Segway. Holy shit. Did you see <laughs> the three-point turns and stuff in that movie? Why are you apologizing for that? Yeah, what's wrong with... I've heard it's a funny movie. I I haven't seen any movies, guys. I haven't seen any movies. Oh, you're not a movie dude. All right. Yeah, Uh, that's okay. You guys can be normal people and talk about movies. I might have seen seen the first one. I cannot remember if I did. I don't know if I saw it or not, honestly. I may have just seen the ads, and I probably... I could probably watch it and be like, yep. I don't know if I've, I still don't know if I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Is that that's a sign of either a really cool movie with a lot of twists and turns or a really shitty boring movie. I can't tell. I think both you could watch the whole thing and be like, yeah, I don't remember if I actually watched that or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was halfway through the newest um uh Mission Impossible film and I was like, I still don't know if I have seen this or not. Because it all felt familiar, yet different. (laughs) Like, I had seen the trailer a bunch of times, and so, like, there's a lot of sequences that I'm like, wait, I do remember this sequence, but it might have just been from the trailer and the fact that there's, like, 14 other ones before this that I have seen. For me, like, superhero movies are all like that. Yeah. Like, in pretty much any superhero movie, it's like, oh, uh, something is happening. Oh, they're fighting... (laughs) Uh, crazy shit's going down. Yeah, they they all kind of they all kind of blend together for me, and I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of them in general. Like I'll watch them and they're fun, but there's I I will not go out of my way to watch them because no, they I all agree. are kind of the same to me. Yeah, I used to live by a dollar theater, and it was it's now three dollars or four. It's it's a cheap movie <laughs> a theater. Fucking rip off. Second run movies, I know, um, but. <laughs> Uh, to go to those that, too. Like that's that. when we would go to those because you have zero expectations so it would end up being exciting to see a movie that you'd never otherwise clamor to see but yeah. i agree with like those big superhero scenes like they're they're not making those movies for people who don't know the comic books which is upsetting like see opening scene 20 people oh the guy in the tight suit and the woman in the tight suit oh man he got punched and i'm like who are these people I know that's that's for me too because I was never into comic books. I feel like if I had been into comic books, it would be a whole different thing. And you guys didn't watch the twenty-seven movies that came before that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, I I didn't want to spend. <laughs> that's why you don't know. Cause ninety they did. They... to ninety to a like one hundred and twenty minutes, twenty-seven times. Yeah. So that You're... I would know why Spider-Man is doing what he's doing. Yeah. And, it wasn't a worthwhile investment of my time. You guys are all like me and Jody going to see um, the the second part two of the last Twilight movie is the only <laughs> one I've seen. I haven't seen or read the books at all, and oh, I was no. so confused. It's yeah, part that sounds, two of a that, two-part film. 
I haven't I seen had any so of many those questions. movies, but I, I yeah. feel like it would not be the perfect place to start. I'm just imagining, like, if, the, like, remember the last Harry Potter movie they made? Yeah, they yeah. cut it into two parts. Oh, yeah. It's like you watching know, only that last one, grab. and you just have no idea what's happening. That was obviously a cash grab, but still, like, yeah, and like yeah the- watching just the second part, having, like, never read a book <laughs> or seen the first one, you'd just be like, what the fuck are these? And it's not why like... Are these kids, yeah. Why are these kids so mad? Movies don't, they don't, like, give the quick, like, last season on yeah the they don't give that nice <laughs> recap the way netflix does when they drop a new season uh, they're like they we know it's it. been a few years since you binged the first season of this yeah, yeah. since you spent one <laughs> afternoon just sitting in your underwear watching this shit like <laughs> they should say that in all the recaps like hey they slob, <laughs> maybe start a load in the washer and then come back yeah, why don't you do something productive? No, they don't want to lose their audience. Yeah, they don't want to alienate their audience, their core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to tell you to have self-compassion. Hey, <laughs> do you feel like doing nothing today? You don't always have to do things. Yeah. You deserve a day to do what you want to do. Like, yeah. Have you guys noticed how they Ozark, like... Ozark, season the, three. The, like, are you still watching is now like a lot of episodes before they they toss that one at you like it just feels really obligatory they're like mm, we should yeah they've thrown that sure at me a couple okay. times during the quarantine and i was like have y'all not just deleted this yet yeah. you know we're all watching yeah what else have we got to do? you nope. got us it's you like won. the way they get the quarantine <laughs> numbers. They're like, well, this many people finished Ozark start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> the real stat should be this many people didn't stop watching the whole series. <laughs> like That could have been passive or they could have been sleeping. I, I, did, I must have hit a nice combo of buttons on my remote because I'm watching Money Heist on Netflix and that thing just rolls. Like, oh, credits slam. Next episode, skip intro, boom, you're back in it. Like, I don't know what I did, but I like this. <laughs> nice. A little time. I've been watching this. Uh, it's like, a, I don't, it's like a real, like a bio, it's not a biopic, but it's like a bio series. I think it's based on reality. I haven't really, I feel like it's real. I'm going to think it's real. Based true. on true events about the Wu Tang clan, but it's yeah. like not them in it. And it's not a bio, a, a documentary it's like a acting and stuff is it the one on hulu yeah the american saga yes yeah i watched that i watched that at the beginning of the quarantine it's fucking awesome okay i directed it i'm on episode dose of it most of the way through it's great it's pretty tense i did try to watch um this movie the other day this adam sandler film and you know i was like "Ooh, adam sandler nice light-hearted flick uncut gems have you guys watched that i've heard i've heard it's really good oh my god it's so stressful they just yell the whole time and i was just like i'm not in the mood for a bunch of people yelling at each other for three hours i don't know if i would enjoy that i'm not a i'm not a big fan that's why i'm not a fan of rick and morty Uh, i yell way too much in fucking rick and morty and archer is just fucking yelling okay and you see i am a massive fan of archer so i'm a huge hypocrite is really what i am um well we the and you like I- Bill Burr, so that's another. Problem. That's not yelling. That's just that's just angry ranting. That's being that's making incredibly reasonable and intelligent points. That's what yeah, that that's just that's just 
arguably the greatest comedian alive. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Making well-reasoned arguments Making- with <laughs> nobody because he does his podcast alone, which is the funniest part of it. Just, I just love that. <laughs> arguing with himself. That's the well, most amazing I've heard, part. I love <laughs> I've heard other people talk enough. I got stuff to say. <laughs> No, he does have a good point. If you can do a solo podcast, then you're pretty much unaffected by anything. Quarantine was fine. (laughs) He's having a kid, uh, a second kid, like, soon. Like, in the next couple weeks, he's recently announced it on his podcast. Just doing it. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like, his wife is pregnant. He's going to have a kid in, like, a couple weeks. So he mentions people in his podcast, but never talks to anyone. Oh, no, he has a guest like once a month. And then his wife sometimes is around. And those are my favorite episodes. Those are everyone's favorite episodes. Because his wife is cool as shit. And she doesn't like take shit. Like, she listens to him and laughs at him. But she gives it right back. And so it creates the funniest fucking dynamic. Yeah. It's so good. Whenever his wife is on the podcast, it's the funniest shit ever. (laughs) That's a hard thing to work with. And live with the same person, you know. That's well, Todd. You've got a podcast that you do by yourself. I also oh, you am do. an yes. angry white person who has a a solo podcast too. There haven't been any <laughs> guests on it. <laughs> yeah. Do you speed I, it up, or do you actually do it at that at that speed? I do it at that yeah. speed. Uh, I'll cut it up a little bit. Like I might. Um, I like having it raw and and include mess ups, but sometimes I might just go off on a tangent and. Maybe I'll cut that and. I mean, how long is it? Like, sixty seconds usually, typically. It's a minute. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so, um, so Todd's podcast is called "I Drank Too Much Coffee." You yes. should explain the explain the premise of your podcast to the people. It's great. I I load up on coffee and then I hit go on the mic or record. I don't think go is used at all. Go. The mic. You're hitting the go button, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Ew. Beep, beep, <laughs> go. That's what it's like, though. I just try to ramble as many thoughts as I can in a minute, and I like to introduce a character, um, and just uh, you know, do stream of consciousness after ramping up the coffee dude, that's, intake. That's a lot in in sixty seconds. That's sick that you can do that. Also, yeah, I, I want to use that now. The uh, just hit the go button uh, when somebody is at our show, or like if the mic's not working, be like, no, no just hit the go button. <laughs> yeah. Mike, hit the go button. It's a great yeah, word. Porn has a song where they scream "go." Common has a song called "go." It's a power word. I'm gonna keep using it too. Those are two wild uh, uh, yeah, pulls. Porn and common. Yeah, I feel like fans of both of those bands are kind of like vegan Republicans. Yeah, <laughs> they're right in that Venn diagram. They're in that, that same Venn diagram. I feel like most people who love corn probably aren't huge fans of Common. Well, uh, yeah, I don't except know. you, Todd. Apparently what about you, you're Todd? That, you're the intersection you of that, that Venn diagram, apparently. Well, I do have a slogan for that sliver of people who are vegan and support Donald Trump. It's eat orange, vote orange. That's their slogan. Ah, eat yep. oranges, carrots vote for carrots. Carrots. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> carrot tops for carrot bottoms. Hey. 
carrot bottom. There's a subgenre of the <laughs> carrot bottom. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is carrot a word for like, like a, a Republican? No. I don't know. I don't think so. I just was saying words. Uh, oh, okay. I, I was like, I, I felt like I was lost, but maybe, maybe we were. That was just carrot bottom sounds like a really bad um comedian <laughs> like a, prop, <laughs> like, like like a failed gay prop comedian carrot bottom a gay yeah. carrot top tribute act <laughs> yeah oh god uh, yes carrot bottom <laughs> Blues. You it's know a magician just- no he's a magician <laughs> or just like a like a gay porn star with red hair yeah yep. there probably is there probably is there yeah there probably is a video <laughs> called that on the internet if you dig the, probably the open- don't even have to dig you probably just type it in and there the fuck it is and now you have yeah. brain damage oh god <laughs> now you have the brain damage <laughs> fire out there so much red hair or you're just inspired just some inspiration <laughs> the two-part finale of that movie franchise with carrot bottom was so good <laughs> it sounds like it would incorporate vegetables and it just seems to <laughs> yeah todd you've been writing much comedy lately uh not no in fact i i sent you guys a message like oh i, I lost and then found my comedy notebook and realized how long it's been since i checked <laughs> it um I'm I'm uh, happily writing other stuff. Like uh, I don't I'm not working on stand-up materials much. Just thinking about uh, what kind of videos I can create, um, and then kind of bend the form of a sketch show. Okay. Um, you know, like uh, the traditional sketch show is you you show up, you wait in an awkward line, then you get your seat, and then there's sketches, and in between there's this loud blaring music that completely violates the tone that they just set up with the previous sketch while they set the stage for the next sketch. I want to, <laughs> I want to go away from that as much as possible and to see how you can bend the form of a interactive show where maybe you don't even realize when it started, kind of like this podcast. And I'm not saying this one in general, but <laughs> yeah. in general, like there's always someone on the podcast like, wait, are we, wait, are, are we got or starting? Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what you funny did if you three said minutes that. into this podcast. We started recording and you and me were talking about something. And then you're like, wait, are we recording? Todd, yeah. like, do me a huge in. favor. So when that's you a solid on, callback to the beginning of this, is. whether you intended yeah. it to be or not. It was beautiful. But please do me a favor. Future Todd, <laughs> when you're on a big podcast, like, so like, if you ever go on something like Rogan or one of those, like yeah. two hours into the podcast, <laughs> you should just be like, are we recording? <laughs> like, That's the best like, idea. Genuinely yeah. be like, wait, are we it's recording It's like your first right now? real break in comedy. You get on like a big, important podcast. Yes. And you just are fucking around. You're like two hours in. It's going great. I'm, you know, you're a nice yeah. guy. It's probably going great. And like, <laughs> and you just go, yo, are we recording? Are we <laughs> that recording? Be, dude, that's such a curveball. Yeah. That was <laughs> The hot potato. Here, what are you going to do with this? Just own it. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, we've been recording for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I haven't used any of my best bits. What do you guys want to do now? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't feel comfortable with that last hour. Can we cut all of it? Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be a fun just fuck with him for like a minute or so. Just like try to piss Rogan off if you <laughs> imagine be having the balls to do that. <laughs> just, just fuck yeah. around. I feel I feel like you would end up like if you got him going for a couple of minutes and they're like, no, I'm fucking around. I know we're recording. I just wanted to give you a bad time. Like, I feel like most yeah. comics would appreciate the fuck out of that. They'd be like, oh, shit, you got me. I would yeah. hope. I know. I, know I would laugh. Yeah. It would- if it were me, if, if for some reason I became important and then I was interviewing you know, when somebody. when we become important. <laughs> with this podcast specifically. Yeah, with this. I mean, this podcast is foolproof. But like... You know, if Love if the, when when this when this leads to you know other opportunities, and then if I don't fuck those up and I become important, and that happens, <laughs> if that were to happen, I would respect that person. Yeah, like, that'd be bad. If they got me pissed off a little bit, like, bro, we fucking just taped an hour and a half, and you want me to delete that shit? No, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. No, whatever you said, you got to live with that. Twitter, you know, don't look at Twitter. Like, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the awesome. equivalent is. Yeah, the point. new Twitter. What, the what new Twitter. Oh, something's oh. around the corner, probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Where you just I think can... stuff and it's out there. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Nope. Yeah, I know. I'm done. I, everyone's done. My th- yeah. Everyone's done. <laughs> My Everyone. thoughts are out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, we are. Woo! It is game Whoops. over. Hit send on that thought. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, are you sure you want a send button? Yeah, that's that's great. We're all get microchipped by Bill Gates, and then our thoughts will be on a social media platform. But there will be that Google uh, three second delay. Are you sure you want to send? Yeah, I well, I I feel like most likely that would be bad for everyone's thoughts to be everywhere. Well, what if it was good though? I almost think it would be good. It, there, there's because some it good would just about be it. So much out there. It would be really fun. It would be really fun when, like, annoying people who virtue signal and pander and pander all over social media. And now their thoughts N-words. are released, it's and it's N-words. just <laughs> it's just a tirade. <laughs> <laughs> just so much hate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be fun. We I could have feel burn. vindicated, but then they would know that I felt vindicated because I would have that thought. I think a lot of people would get in a lot of fights. Oh, it yeah. wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to handle it. The world now, would be a Jerry Springer show this for scenario, sure. <laughs> I don't think. I think in the short term, it would be real bad. Yeah. What like, do you think, Todd? You had a thought. I'm interrupting because I want to hear your thought. <laughs> no, we could say we could solve a lot of problems too. I think you're right, Nick. Things would blow up at first, but then uh, with everything out there, we'd have to make sense of it, um, and the good things would come of it um oh i i forgot what i was gonna say but i love this idea oh yeah, i, I, I would, like what, oh we should incorporate going. sound effects where if there's someone who's just blasting they have like the seven page unfiltered unending thing <laughs> there's just this sound that uh roasts them like like an old school laser printer sound just comes on like and they're like oh okay i've been going on too long the microchip just has a little like buzzer in it like a dog collar and somebody somewhere on the internet just hits the hits the button and people just go Ooh. <laughs> yeah like when your dog is dog isn't listening at the park and you just got to give them a little yeah a little I feel hit like there it, I, 
I feel like another good one would be like that early internet dial-up noise. Yeah, the dial-up. No, I think I think they need just a just a reset button. Just go to with some electricity and you just kind of go. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna microchip everybody's brain and put their thoughts on the internet, we've really crossed a lot of bridges into some into some wild like. George Orwell shit going on now so like if we're reading everyone's thoughts we probably can also zap them into like stopping thinking briefly you know when but it's too much electroshock therapy essentially yeah yeah this is a this isn't something we don't want this to be like put into place this would be a bad policy we but we kind of do like uh, to Eh, some extent like I don't think we do I think we'll actually be uh, addicted to that noise, so when someone has to reset that thing you did, we'll be like divulging oh, be like, our yeah. feelings yeah. to people. <laughs> we'll hope, oh God, I hope they reset because I do not like what I just told this person. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they run out of space. <laughs> like when you say something that you regret, you just try to get them talking yeah. so that they end up saying too much and they get zapped and they, you know, they forget about it. Is that? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Hard reset. I do think you had a good point with us getting used to it. You know, just like we did with with coronavirus here with the lockdown. Like most people, I feel like it was awful the first couple weeks and then they kind of settled into a new routine. And I suppose reading everyone's thoughts on the internet would become a new routine. Like you just get really good at ignoring everything. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it'd be too much well yeah that's what i that's that's kind of what i was thinking is like if everyone's thoughts were all out there then and i think it's actually starting to happen honestly like with twitter and everything where it's mm-hmm. just like there's so much craziness i mean it's i i would almost call it like i hate that we're getting somewhat political here but it's like almost like the donald trump effect of like you just say so much wild shit that no one can even p- keep track of the last wild ass thing that you've said because you're already on to the next thing and there's something else and there's just like that you just go overload and then you just like stop listening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They have two so, new stations and not broadcasting his sessions. And then everyone just realizing, oh, okay, I'm, I have heard enough. I'm just going to deal with other things. Think about other things. Yeah. It's like how sometimes I just keep talking and talking and I'm sure most people just do that. They're like, Oh, I'll just let Bjorn do his thing. And I'm like, <laughs> he'll eventually stop or like pause and realize that nobody's listening. And maybe he'll, maybe he'll stop just jabbing away. <laughs> oh no. Like he's doing do them up at voice again. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I do that more than you do, at least on the podcast here. Like, Ooh, we're hearing voices. That that's a guaranteed thirty more minutes. For sure. <laughs> it's hilarious. That was Drap a pretty good. in everybody. <laughs> Better take this one around the block. <laughs> we yeah. ain't stopping yet. All right. <laughs> so let's go back to the shoes. Let's circle right. back here to the topic Ooh. at hand. Yeah. Circle yeah. back to the Cortez. So you chose the Cortez because it's a classic silhouette, and because you like the colorway and the fact that the sole was black. Yeah, and it, colorway. It does like seem it. definitely like a good, like a very wearable shoe. Pretty That's the expensive. thing too. Is is uh, I don't mean to blow anyone's cover, but I think you, Nick, you did tell me like, yeah, you do sacrifice comfort on a lot of these, you know, popular shoes. So, which is something that's very baffling to me. But, but yeah, I I intend to wear the hell out of this one. 
it'll probably be like my casual go out and do stuff shoe for a while and then uh when it gets dirty enough i'll maybe use it for running or trailing but uh yeah and hey, also, what's the I difference look, what's the difference between running and trailing running trailing is you're trying to lose the police but running is just uh <laughs> casual <laughs> <laughs> you ain't running from the police you trailing yeah, yeah. It's like Todd, casual. why are you running so fast? Uh, trailing. I'm trailing today. <laughs> it's more of a slow meander rather than a run. <laughs> I just never heard someone refer to them as two different things. Like, yeah. Uh, well, is that a is well, that a runners community thing? Because I'm not a in yeah. That I, I don't space. know that. I didn't know that word either. No, I don't know if any runners use it. But to me, I it's always a decision. I love to run. Um, and it's always a decision. Am I gonna street run am i going to use the track or am i going to go to a park and do some trail running and they have great trails around here with the like they mulch them every season so they're really nice and pristine so there's different running uh uh not platforms platforms you i've never scenes. even i yeah. i'm so far from running right now like i i don't trail do it at running all. though i now i know what you're talking about trail yeah. running that's, that's right. that shit okay. where you go and twist your ankle, right? Because you step on a root or some shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more roots in trail running, I feel like, than in... Uh... Yeah. You go from an environmentalist to an anti-environmentalist. You're like, oh, look how beautiful it is. Snap. Oh, fuck these trees. I'm going to run in the desert next time. You can't trip over a cactus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <like> it... <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny, Todd. You go from... <laughs> An environmentalist, like, isn't it great to be in the outdoors? And you're like, fuck this waterfall, making me slip and shit. (laughs) (laughs) We should damn the shit out of this thing. (laughs) Damn it. Damn that that waterfall up. Fuck your, whatever that is. Fuck the salmon. Yeah, fuck those salmon. I always, whenever I go see that giant waterfall, (laughs) Multnomah, Multnomah, whatever, you know what? Multnomah. Multnomah Falls. I always want to see just like some wild ass fish just flying off that thing. Like (laughs) jumping off the top of it? Like not realizing it, you know, just like, let's just, you know, how far down can it possibly be? (laughs) It would be a bummer to be that fish because I feel like that thing hits a rock like halfway down. Like (laughs) after about 300 (laughs) of the 500 feet, it hits a rock. So you're, you're about to have a dark day if you're that fish. Well, at least you only experience half of it because you're probably dead at that 300 foot rock. Yeah, when you then... hit the rock, you're you're it's kind of game over, I think, for most fish. <laughs> yeah. It's just like I would Wait, assume I'm not floating anymore. Like I'm, this is a different buoyancy that I'm not used to. Yeah, that's like that scene in Titanic where the ship's going down and the 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 weight shifts and you hear the people go and then each pole you hear it like. Ugh. Oh, oh, they hit each Where there's the there. people falling down the boat. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer of a scene. And I always remember that dude that just bounces off the. Um, yeah, the I, re- I, that guy. Repeller? Yeah. Is that what it's called? A repeller, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, I remember a guy Excuse bounced me. off of something. Yeah, there's a dude yeah. that bounces off the propeller. Okay. Repeller. Because. Yeah. Because no, I, I don't know if there's. It. I'm trying to think about whether or not there's fish upstream of Multnomah Falls. Mm. Like, cause I don't think, I don't think there's native fish up there. Like, I don't think naturally, I don't think they could get up there because they'd have had to go up a 500 foot waterfall. <laughs> yeah, there's. How and, would they go uh, upstream? Yeah, that's impossible. There is a cool kind of fish in Hawaii. It's a kind of goby. 
which is this little fish that's uh it lives in both salt and fresh water but it it spawns in fresh water it's like a salmon in that way but it but it's a little fish and it climbs up this waterfall on the big island i think it's called akaka falls it's like the it's a really famous waterfall this fucking mm. little tiny fish climbs up the rock it's got like it uses like it's got a sucker near its tail and then like its mouth is it this? and it climbs oh. up is yeah it? it climbs up the rock like 400 feet to get up Whoa. above this waterfall it's wow. pretty cool it's like the fish version of Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. It is. Yeah, like, yeah this fish is a savage. It's, now, why why this fish evolved to have to climb 400 feet when it's like five inches long is beyond me. That seems yeah. like overkill. Like way more work, way more trouble than it's worth. I guess probably because once you're up above the waterfall, there's nothing to eat a little nah, fish. Nah, dude. It's the original free solo. You don't get it. <laughs> No, I don't think I. I think fish are more like me. I think they only do stuff when they have to, and I think that's why. Or if there's fucking happening up there, that's when they they really go for it. Well, I mean, that's why they're doing it. They go up there to. (laughs) That's what the gobies are for. They're like they just yeah they go up there to party, dude. Up on they go up there to spawn. I think it's because the little baby ones don't have anything to eat them up there. Uh, Oh, because it's it's up a four hundred foot waterfall and it's Hawaii, so there's nothing. There's not like native predators or anything. Uh, Okay. That's a beautiful fish story. It's like they have this gigantic sucker that can propel them up. And maybe their whole life they're like, what is this freakish thing I have on my body? And they never get it. And then when they see the fall, it just clicks like, oh, hell yeah. They're just like, oh, I got this thing. A million fish at the same time think that they all had this original thought. They're like, holy shit, I'm going to climb up there. (laughs) we're playing this thing to do this thing oh shit (laughs) dude holy shit and then if they had the internet then they would all just stop doing it yeah they'd all stop doing it like been done like a lot (laughs) like what's even point dude i think it's it's probably like most of those fish where like if they if they were born up there then like the smell or the like Mm. they can sense when that river is blown out and as like the dirt from that river that gets blown out into the ocean, they can smell it and they know to go up. Hmm. That's how salmon know to return to wherever they were for like where they were born. Cause there's salmon that go to all different rivers and creeks to spawn. Yeah. Like the same when a salmon is born in like a certain river, that salmon will return to that same spot to lay its eggs later. Oh, That's crazy. So funny. So there are different populations of salmon and steelhead in every different river in Oregon. Mm. Like, and those, like those populations go up that river to a certain part of the river. And that's where they spawn every year or two years or whatever cycle they're on. Yeah. Fish are cool. This turned into, this turned into the fucking nature show. Yeah. I want to know if we have, you know, how there's the arguments that we all have a certain gift or, set of gifts and knowing our role in the world where we could make the most impact what if that's our thing like fish they they have a thing in them telling them where they came from what if Mm -hmm. i mean that what do you guys think about that there's a a thing we all have we try and find it or maybe ignore it but that's our um, place in the world or where we can contribute the most and some people find it early some people never find it did you feel a draw when you moved to oregon 
like with that logic? Oh uh, yeah, I realized that this place fit me a lot better. Like um, I was never one in the the hip scene, so LA really wasn't a great fit for me. But also, I love the I love nature, forests, um, camping, stuff like that, which I never really did much when I was younger. Um, and so the the natural environment here suits me a lot better, I think, than uh, a desert trying to be a metropolis like in LA or, or other landscapes. So um, yeah, I, I worked at a cafe in Eagle Rock and one of my customers said, hey, have you ever been to the Northwest, like Seattle, Portland? I said, no. And they're like, I, I just feel like you're, you belong there. Like, I can't believe you've never really? been there. And I ended up moving here, not because of that person, but it did get me thinking, oh, I wonder what that place is like. You know? Dude, that's kind of how I ended up here. I, I was running an open mic at, in, uh, in Vegas and I was, uh, <clears throat> I was either going to move to LA or to Portland. And mm. it was only just like me and my partner were talking about the two options. And then uh, this person came through and they, they did my open mic and then I booked them on my showcase because they were like really good. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they were like actually funny. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, <laughs> you should come do this show. And then so like I booked them on the showcase later in the week. And then um, we were just like hanging out and, and they just un completely like unsolicited. Um, there's the word unsolicited. She was just like, you know, you, I, we just got back from Portland. You Whoa. should, go, you should go do comedy there. And having no idea that I was thinking about moving to Portland. And I was like, Whoa. we had just been like, it was either, well, it was either Portland or um, not LA. We were going to be in Long Beach. It was sort of like mm -hmm. our, our, uh, com my, our compromise. Cause my partner was like, I don't want to live in LA, but I'll live in Long Beach. And then we went to Long Beach one time. We stayed with some friends, and I'm not joking, Todd. I they had only street parking. Oh God! It was like a Tuesday. It was just midweek. Todd, yeah. we never found a parking space. Like it wasn't I, like I drove for an hour around the town. I never found a parking space. It just didn't exist. And my wow. friends were like. Yeah, that's pretty much like, you know, most places you just like keep driving and eventually you'll find a place you just mm -hmm. got to walk like three miles or whatever. <laughs> no, I like traversed every street on the entire, like we, we went down every single street and there was no parking whatsoever. And it was like, and my friend was like, yeah, after five o'clock, you like, oh. you just can't, like there just isn't parking. And I, all the places we were looking at didn't have any kind of parking. We thankfully were able, like what we ended up doing is they called their neighbors and they let us double park oh, their neighbors man. and them uh, in. Mm. So we basically just illegally parked, but the people who we illegally just parked, parked in didn't front care. of a driveway <clears throat> with permission. <laughs> with permission, yeah. <laughs> I know I parked in the alley behind two garages, like parked in two garage garages. Oh, okay. And they just knew it said no parking, but they're like, they don't tow or anything unless you call it in. It just says no parking so that they don't have to call in some idiot for parking yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we were like, wait, if this happens all the time, they're like, yeah, if you can't find it. And none of the places we were looking at had parking. The nice thing about that is everyone complains about the prices of, of um, rentals here. 
When you've been looking at LA and, and Long Beach, and then you look at this, you're like, damn, we can afford this. (laughs) It's like, that's what you got to do. Like, like every time you look for a new place in Portland, just like look at comparable places. Just look for a new place in Seattle first. In Seattle for like five Uh, minutes. And and then then maybe think about San Francisco. And then when you come back here, you're like, holy shit. I guess I'm living on the top floor. (laughs) Yeah. Pearl like, District. Oh, it's only it's only twenty eight hundred dollars for a one bedroom top floor. Wow! <laughs> like, damn. Six hundred for an. They're just park. giving those things away, man. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. practically paying me to live here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe that parking's brutal. I I was in LA enough to where I didn't trust neighborhoods that had parking. Like, if you go up Ventura, north of the city there would just be lots and street parking. And I'm like, there's gotta be a catch. There's no way I can park <laughs> near the restaurant or the business. Yeah, and just people like, wanted to be there, then there yeah. wouldn't have been parking. Dude, it was <laughs> yeah. so, Todd, Holy it shit. was it was almost like cosmic when I was there. Cause the whole time that we were in LA, I just couldn't find parking. Like the parking gods were completely against me. Every other trip that we had been to LA, I never had a problem finding parking. Like I'd just yeah. drive around a little bit and then I would find a spot. I always, I mean, sometimes I had to learn to parallel park into like with three inches on both sides, you know, where you kind of are, you're like, we're just going to pretend like I didn't notice that I scraped on that last little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, is the light still attached? We're good. <laughs> like, everybody's cars are still intact. Eh, forget it. I don't want to look yeah. anymore. But this trip, right before, when we were seriously looking at moving, it was just so weird how it was just like, it was like no parking anywhere we went. We just like, it was this constant thing where I would just lose my mind yeah, uh, trying to find parking the entire trip. And we were only there for like three days. And it was just like, I could never find a parking space. Yeah. And I took that like combined with then, and then that other thing happened where she was like, she was like, oh, I think she just said that because I was the only person in the whole fucking place that had a giant ass beard and, <laughs> and I wear flannel shirts all the time. Nice. Yeah. Um, that but... could have been it for me too. My customers saw my beard and they're like, what are you doing here? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those uh, parking that uh, that's just so brutal. Like you would anticipate adding a half hour to your commute just so you could circle a place forever just to, to park. But um. Uh, but yeah, Pearl District's just as bad. I went all the way across town to go to a coffee shop there just to see what it was like. Uh, and I couldn't <laughs> find parking without paying. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I just drove back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Pearl is kind of tough to park in here. There's so many streets in the Pearl that don't have any parking that the few that do allow it, like, get full fast. Well, it's because yeah. of all those apartments that they're they're putting in more. What it is is they're just putting in more places than there are spaces most of those apartment buildings also have a garage attached yeah but not all of them dude uh, i think the majority but they're paid like you have to pay for your spot in those garages extra Extra. sometimes it's a building yeah we we looked at a place a high rise it was incredible there was a a full view full window head to toe um tall in the pearl it stopped at your toes it stopped (laughs) yeah (laughs) like damn dude so it only had five and a half foot ceilings yeah (laughs) 
I don't want to. What's your height? I don't know your height. Todd's like six foot or something. All right. So like six foot ceilings. Damn, dude. That's pretty good for the Pearl. (laughs) No, Pearl has a lot of lofts. Those, you know, those old fucking industrial buildings. So they have like 20 foot ceilings. All concrete. Yeah. All window. And we, they were saying we could have a parking spot for $600, but it was like two blocks over in another building. 600 a month a month extra for a spot yeah Holy a month shit. yeah that's crazy and this is that was in the pearl I, it might not yeah. have been the pearl but it was uh, in the action on the west side there were a lot of high rises there hmm. were you gonna buy the high rise or you just were renting oh uh, we were gonna rent a uh, two bedroom but how many um, square footies oh i would guess like eight to nine at the most 100 yeah that's a pretty small two bedroom (laughs) you don't ask where you left anything because there's only eight by nine oh they're (laughs) keys they're right there (laughs) everything is within reach i love it todd that is something you would say about like yeah we live in this 300 square footer the great thing is i can just sit in a swivel chair and touch everything Yeah. Bad thing is that swivel chair is my only furniture because I don't have space for anything else. Totally. (laughs) All right. So Todd, we should probably we're we're getting close on time with this podcast. So we We gotta ask you. Have we um, started yet? (laughs) Yeah, we actually just started recording, but it's a five minute podcast, so we're really running low on time. Um (laughs) we gotta ask you our our big question we ask everybody, which is uh you have like when you record your your comedy special in the future, you know you get yes. your your big uh, I don't know Spotify deal. I think is the new thing to record oh, right. a to record a special. Mm-hmm. What what sneakers or what shoes are you gonna wear? Mm. Um, I I'm gonna have a minimum of three costume changes for my first special. I'm just gonna blow it up big, make a statement. Okay. okay. But uh, what I really liked thinking about was. I'm going to get one of those pair of light up Heelys mm. and wear them. And I think it would be rad if that actually added to some of the jokes, some of the punches, like, yeah, I walked in, I didn't know what to do. So I just, you know, moonwalked it up to the bar and then the lights go out and the Heelys light up and I moonwalk over on the stage. You're just like up. after your punchline, when you pause for laughs, you also have all the lights go out and you just Heely across the stage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like oh my god the leg oh. tap with the mic like boom i'll have a cross uh yeah have, so well, like these ones these ones blackout are hot, dude like yeah. these ones heck yeah, yeah. multi-color for sure but wouldn't that would be great to have a, a punch tag where after every joke the lights go out and i do a full stage that's a great idea nick just milk that shit you know Maybe I mean, I'll... if you're going to invest $33.59 <laughs> in a pair of gold light-up Heelys, yeah. you know, you better get your money's worth. These are children's oh, sizes. Oh, those are I all think. kids. Dang, dude. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm sure they make them for adults. I... I'm sure you can find, we can find some light-up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Honest, yeah, if not that, it'll probably be these or whatever the newest pair of shoes I have. 
Just whatever you've been wearing, you're just going to be like, well, these are my shoes, and that's what I wear. Yeah. I, I will say I want I, – I, it's very distracting to me when a comic comes out in their special and they have all brand new shit. And I, I, that's a, a fun look, but I just can't stop staring. Like if they have these big old sneakers with the – Wait. The it's in the tongue are all flared out. It's like they have this skinny – outfit and then these big ass fly shoes are like hey boston what's up and i'm like what are you doing i can't stop <laughs> shoes todd i found so for some reason these came up when i when i googled um light up heelys <laughs> oh, okay i think I that these these close. basically describe what you were just describing and i find that really funny uh these are the uh dolce and gabbana yeah there we go these are pretty wild i could for some weird reason i could see you rocking the shit out of these like i cannot see todd wearing those (laughs) i would love to see todd wearing those oh man but it would surprise me if he i would probably remove the tag so i'm not flexing but those are these are 900 they're less than a thousand dollars they're just under a g dude yeah that's not bad i don't know european sizes but these might only be i like at the bottom it's like if you're bored you can uh, when you're waiting in line you can go ahead and solve that gold and black rubik's cube that's a nice feat. <laughs> that is a cool I, I i don't i don't hate those those are those are pretty wacky <laughs> that's a yeah. wild ass pair of uh ooh, look at them from the back though oh they you know what oh, it looks like they're on, a, on the other it kind of looks like they're still in the box somehow <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like a 2d 3d illusion there that's weird yeah i do like i do like how they have how they have some hard angles and then they have some curved lines on them too they're they're very artistic yeah i don't nick you strike me as like a probably into modern architecture kind of dude like the hard lines the the i do like i do like modern architecture i like those square houses yeah. You know, the the lots of cool squares and neat looking windows. Those are neat houses. Yeah. I'm not mad at those at all. Those yeah, what's your Todd, what's your favorite era house now that we're on the subject? Ooh, like what wow. what's your favorite style of architecture? Style of home architecture. Oh, I that's a really good question. Um You strike me I, as a turn of the century craftsman or maybe a bungalow type of guy. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, for sure. The Craftsman Porch, unbeatable. I've always wanted to live in a Victorian because there's so many different um, feels in each room and some of the rooms like kind of have an attachment to it. So there's this really unique, non-symmetrical combination of rooms and stuff. So the the Craftsman Porch, the Victorian's pretty cool. I'm in I'm in a ranch now. I never realized I would I never have lived in a ranch, but they're really badass, especially when you get older, you don't have to do any stairs, so it's practical. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's good good for your knees. Yeah. We'll save you that arthritis later down the road. Yeah, totally. No, the house I used to live in here in Portland when I first moved here and I had roommates, it was uh it was built in like nineteen oh eight and it was a craftsman style. It had it had the porch out front, which was great. Yeah. 1908 though I wouldn't buy a house of that vintage. It was uh it was quirky. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was <clears throat> there was a lot of cork. No, there was just shit broke all the time and you know so if you own that house now you have to pay to fix all that bullshit. 
Yeah. And I would just buy a newer house because that seems like a headache. What 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 uh year house would you Ooh. Well, I mean if I'm if I have loads and loads of money, I want one of these new houses that looks really cool. The new modern y houses. Yeah, yeah, those the super modern uh, arches. Somebody they're... just built one down the road that's fucking tremendous. It's really cool, but they <sighs> when they moved in like a month ago they were driving up in a Range Rover. So I think, I think I've been priced out of such a house. Well, no, there's, there, there was one, there's one actually for sale over kind of in our neighborhood uh, that I saw. And I was like, I saw the for sale sign mm-hmm. and I like to just look up the price. And by that, I mean, I yell at my partner to look. <laughs> hey, Gonzo. Hey, Gonzo. Look it up. He's like my, my, um, co- my co-pilot mostly does Googling for me. Hey, he why is it that this shit. happens? Like we learned all about, um, guard llamas on the way up here because Ooh. we Whoa. saw a bunch of flock of sheep and there was, um, there was a llama in the middle of it. And oh yeah. My partner was like, that. why? He was like, why is there a llama with those sheep? And I just, just without skipping a beat, I was like, oh, that's a guard llama. And then he's yeah, like, what's a guard llama? Coyotes. And I was like, we have exceeded the amount of knowledge that I have. <laughs> or something was I like knew that, that right? name. That is it. And then we learned all about guard llamas. Apparently, they used to think that the males were better guard llamas. And then about 10 years ago, they realized that the, the males were always fucking the sheep. So they switched to, <laughs> to, to females. And disgusting. they have a lot less sheep fucking happening. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I like that farmer's talk. Like, hey, I, I I love that you guys are getting busy, getting some action, but let's rein it in here. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I said guard them, not fuck them. <laughs> yeah, keep your work. I wonder separate. if that's how they decided which ones that they would protect more aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> oh man it's That's like how the you buy into, into like a higher Kelly's. level of protection <laughs> oh it's just t- just a llama running around doing sexual harassment to a whole flock of sheep see now i'm just picturing like, you see the these all... wolves you see these wolves coming over the horizon <laughs> yeah. oh. where do you want to be when the wolves show up <laughs> <laughs> just uh just a hashtag llama right there oh man cancel oh. those llamas yeah, that's. I think uh, we should cancel llamas. We need to cancel the llamas. Oh my god! And then they'll come back with hashtag not all llamas. <laughs> not all. Llamas. Turn into a whole Instagram and Twitter <laughs> fight that I don't want to have. I love not that hashtag because there's there's four L's. That's going to be confusing as fuck. Not, not all, all llamas. Yeah, you're right. That is a lot of L's back to back. Everyone will be like TLDR. Sorry, dude. I don't. I don't know what you're talking. <laughs> all that's llamas. probably good. I've never tried to hashtag all llamas. <laughs> no, that's not something I'd ever typed in ever. That's why I said it without thinking about the you know the grammatical issues. Yeah, I love llama, that. All llama lives matter. <laughs> llama lives matter is a really fun just slips off the tongue nicely it's, yeah that's yeah. a tongue twister all llama lives matter yeah it's a lot of l sounds <laughs> i'm sure you guys went over what shoe you'd wear on your um uh special so i don't know mm-hmm. if you want to repeat that if you already did it if you did already talk about that i if you have any suggestions on what i should wear for my we special. have but i think we could mm-hmm. Other than this Dolce and Gabbana one that I that I showed you, 
That's the first costume change right there, the Dolce Gabbana's. Yeah. Dolce Gabbana. For yeah, the first I think I, my opinion on this is like, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily recommend a shoe for a comic to wear on their special because I feel like that's kind of a personal choice. Mm. And like, it would have to be, it's either a shoe that matters to you or literally anything because shoes aren't really a big thing for you. And both of those are totally fine. But like it would be weird if I like I feel like it would be inauthentic if a comic was like, "What should I wear?" And I was like, "Oh, this crazy flashy shoe," and then they get a ton of attention. They're like, "Why'd you get that?" Eh, some jackass told me to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, to, like they, it would be annoying for them when a hundred people were like, "Why'd now, you pick that shoe?" Now that yeah. being said, Todd, I think you <laughs> should wear. <laughs> The I think you should go for you would go for the 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 Nike SB Chunky Dunky is what I would oh, pick for you. That is a very Todd shoe because it is such a Todd shoe. Like of anybody, like I was thinking about it, I was like, well, what what shoe would I recommend when there's no where 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 money isn't an object on it? Mm. It's just like whatever shoe, whatever flashy, ridiculous uh, shoe would Todd wear? Absolutely, the Chunky Dunky is the one because that yeah. just like. That's it just good... fits your it, it doesn't really make sense it's like this is gonna get really <laughs> mean <laughs> it's got some hair in weird places but <laughs> uh, well, that's me baby oh yeah <laughs> like it's it's like wait is that fur <laughs> is that... <laughs> i'm a salon's worst nightmare yeah. <laughs> oh that costs extra and that fuck this i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, the, I'll do for some I'll, reason the swoosh is melty like <laughs> I love that. Just, well because it's ice cream theme, right probably, it's got a, it's like, it's got all these that's colors probably the and, reason <laughs> it's got it's like the only thing you could really wear with this shirt is like a fucking tie-dye shirt maybe or like oh, well yeah. the inside of the shoe is tie-dye it is yeah um i feel like you can wear like you probably would just wear something neutral and kind of muted because it's such a loud shoe. And yeah, you don't you'd have, have to, to worry look. about the 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 sole because you're not. But honestly, be you it could wear literally whatever the fuck you want because it's such a crazy shoe That's that true. you already look like a lunatic. So <laughs> right. you might as well lean in. You might as well just just really make people. Yeah. This this goes against what I was saying earlier, where people have like a slimming outfit and then loud shoes but you could rock I'd, I'd rock a nice uh tailored navy suit with the dress shirt and then a cup ham those chunkies that yeah. actually would be super that sick would be cool yeah and that yeah. would be so todd like like oh, yeah that does sound like the todd thing you literally your- business on top and then what the fuck on is on your feet uh yeah i and love it that apartment yeah, that's why I have the apartment with the toe shade because I, I can protect my shoes. Actually, every sneakerhead should have that apartment where there's uh, toe to, head-to-toe windows and then a little <laughs> yeah. banner of protective shade. Oh, that <laughs> is how my windows feet. are. They're, they're floor-to-ceiling <laughs> windows, but they have like a sill about that tall at the floor. That's so they're technically shoe? not floor to ceiling. They're almost to the floor and almost to the ceiling. <laughs> they're almost to the floor to the, almost to the ceiling windows. In this they're thing. just tall windows is actually what they are that aren't yeah. on the floor or the ceiling. But but 
<laughs> you could That's you still- could call them floor to ceiling <laughs> windows and most people wouldn't argue with you too much and then you they can text on people like my apartment has floor to ceiling windows and yeah. people are like, oh, <laughs> when you're describing your house todd do you say that you have um chest to, <laughs> to eyebrow or like whatever yeah. the equivalent is <laughs> I yeah, think Todd mostly gets to say, I own a house. And then that's true. Yeah, like, that's, because a real grown the... up has arrived. Then, yeah. so. <laughs> that's the capper. Yeah, you just are like, oh, yeah, I have a mortgage. I don't pay rent anymore. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Yep, you win. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. That's good. Uh, I guess I would have, like, uh, I, I guess in a gross way, I could say I have beard hair to scrote hair length windows. Oh, okay. Gross. Perfect. That's the way yes. I expect. Sorry, yes. I went dark. Degenerate. I just thought earlier we were talking about almost to the window, almost to the ceiling. If Little John was an aspirational, <laughs> that would be his song. He'd be like, almost to the window. Almost, almost to the ceiling. Almost to the wall. I mean, that's probably adhering more closely to like OSHA standards in that club. <laughs> yeah. You know, because some of those things sound injury prone, but if you're only almost there, you're if probably you're good almost... to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, these people are taking taking the proper precautions. It sounds like they're social distancing. Yeah. That, they're yeah. doing their part. They're Little really John had the fire marshal. Um, yeah, he, sure he, he took the precautions. Hey, he was like, hey, guys. code? <laughs> We got in trouble last weekend, so we uh, got to revise the song. <laughs> Almost first, yeah, to the window. <laughs> don't hit the windows. Guys, the club's on. gonna kick us out. They don't need another insurance bill. <laughs> Through They're the roof paying. already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Todd, is there anything you want to plug? Do you want to plug your uh, your your well, podcast? You are a TikTok star. TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I'm putting videos out. Some on TikTok. I'm on YouTube at Todd Todd Basil Basil. So whatever pronunciation you want to use is, is Basil and Basil spelled the same or different? Is it kind of like a bass bass sort of situation? That's yeah, spelled the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Because cool. <laughs> I I typed in Basil Basil and then nothing came up. <laughs> I know that's a guy. That's a guy selling Greek olives. You don't want to deal with him. Um, yeah, Todd, Todd, Basil, Basil on YouTube and my podcast. Thanks for mentioning this, Nick and Bjorn. Uh, I drank too much coffee and that's <laughs> a minute podcast and I'm trying to get it on some platforms, but I'm, I'm discovering all sorts of things about RSS feeds. We'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah. All, right. all right, Nick. Uh, what about you? you got your usual um, just, plugs. Yeah. Here. Nick Scalzone comedy on Instagram. That's it. And you can follow me on Instagram at Escape Cub. Uh, definitely like and subscribe to our podcast. Hit that like button. Hit that bell. Get the uh, notifications. Um, and we'll have another episode for you next week. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Right, thanks. And thanks, Todd, for coming on the pod. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bjorn. Thanks, Nick. Bye. Bye.